You are listening to Been There, Done That. We present some of the smartest people connected to the business of coffee. People who've succeeded in the tough grind of hospitality by staying ahead of the rest. So join us as we explore the secrets to their success and help you accelerate your business. This show is brought to you by The Coffee Commune, where the coffee community comes to collaborate. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Been There and Done That. And today I have the wonderful Kelly Maniatis with me, who's an organizational psychologist who has been working with us for many, many years. Uh, Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. This is the first time I'm doing something like this with you, Phil. Well, you know, we've done it plenty of times without microphones, so microphones (laughs) in front of us won't be different. But today we're going to talk about mindset matters and how to become mentally stronger. It's going to be tailored specifically for cafe owners who have been facing challenges, obviously, of increased expenses, staff shortages, long hours, and we're finding that people are just mentally worn out. And so I thought we'll get one of the best in the business, Kelly, to talk about mindset matters and how to become mentally stronger. So, um, Kelly, first question for you. As a cafe owner who faced significant challenges like COVID and increased expenses and staff shortages, long hours and all the rest of it, how important is it to develop a resilient mindset in overcoming these obstacles? Absolutely. It is a number one aspect of being a cafe owner now. And also just a leader generally is that leaders are facing and cafe owners are facing multiple crises at the one time. So you could easily break under those conditions. And I think resilient mindset in itself means that you're able to manage what's coming, not take it personally, take a step back, even breathing for a moment, and then looking at some positive steps to go forward and problem solve. So the resiliency is not only that bounce back, but it's the ability to have the mindset to not narrow in your thinking, but open up your thinking to go, how can I handle this better? How can I make sure that I'm not going to be just succumb to the waves (laughs) of obstacles that are coming towards me, that I can just stand firm and realise what is it that I can do? Yeah, and it sounds cliche, doesn't it, the whole resilient, but one of the ways to look at that is the closed mindset or the yeah. fixed mindset yes. versus the growth mindset and, and unpack that for us, you yeah. know, because there's a lot of work around it. Carol Dweck yes. obviously is leading the way and has done for many yeah. years. So, you know, for a cafe owner in, in mm. simple terms, not that cafe owners are simple mm. by any means, Mm-mm. but in simple terms, how do you unpack that, the difference between a closed mindset or a fixed mindset and someone yeah. with an open growth mindset? Absolutely. So closed mindset. I guess your first position is no, stand still, status quo. It's always been like this. A growth mindset is an open mindset to say, what can I learn from this? How can I get something out of this? It's looking for the opportunities. Underlying that is growth mindset is looking at the opportunity. Closed mindset is looking at, it's kind of fear-based. It's a fear-based avoidant thinking. And so In all honesty, when you have a closed mindset, you're actually not only affecting your mind, but you're affecting your body. So what we see is research has shown that that closed mindset is creating a negative space, and then that has an impact on your body. If I could share personally, my husband, he's got fruit shop, deli, commercial kitchen. So we're talking in the same sort of space. This is, (laughs) you're actually getting an insight also into the dining room table conversations. (laughs) I'm sure he won't mind. (laughs) No, between, the poor guy's got a wife as a psychologist, but this is, you know, 
and we talk about what is the impact. And he gives me stories about old-timer Frudos stopping work, retiring, and then having a heart attack the next day (laughs) almost. And that's what we're kind of facing here is if we, and it's quite serious, if you don't understand the power of a growth mindset, of being open and looking at the learning experiences, not only does it affect you, your business, but it also affects you personally. And I think that's really just yeah. putting it out no, there. No, it's good. It's good. And thank you for sharing that because in the spirit of the topic, mm. mindset matters. Mm. And what we want out of this, what comes mm. out of the funnel after this podcast is people that mm. say, hey, mindset does matter and how can I become mentally stronger? So yeah. thank you for sharing because as cafe owners, they fall into common mindset traps, yeah. especially in challenging times. And I talk yeah. about there's two types of people that you can link back to fixed mindset and growth mm. mindset. And yep. Those that play the victim and go, poor me, poor me, look how shit everything is. Or those that just get on their bike and pedal, give them some tips, especially that you come from experience with, you know, family businesses and all the rest of it in hospitality. What are some tips that people can really just adhere to every day Mm. to overcome that mindset trap? Yeah. First off, cue into your own thinking patterns. So it's a simple thing. When you wake up in the morning, what are the first things that you're saying to yourself? Are those things positively influencing your day or are you thinking about the past and how it's bringing it into your future? Are you waking up concerned, worried, disappointed, frustrated, or are you waking up with intention, with hope, with an idea of what you want out of that day? And then at the end of the day, what are you thinking? Are you being grateful for what happened? Or are you over-worrying? If you're in that space of worry, you're just going to create more thought patterns of worry and concern And that creates more issues where you're not actually seeing the opportunities, but you're just fixed on the problem, not solution orientated. So that's one tip or trick is to start queuing into what's that that recording tape that's in the back of your mind. If it's not helpful, dial it down. Mm. If it is helpful, dial it up. So that's the first piece around it. Then recognising that things uh, that are happening aren't happening to you. <laughs> it is a situation. It's a, it's a task. It's a, an occurrence. It's almost, I tell people to look at the problem away from you, not in you. So, yeah, you know, focus away. And that way I like, and again, I liken it to the dining room table with my husband and I, you're putting it on the table. You're not personalizing. Let's say we've got an issue, what's happening in front of us. Mm. That approach just helps you sort of see the issue a little bit differently. Yeah, play the issue, not the person, right? Oh, yeah, that's a great way of articulating what I've just yeah. said <laughs> in like two seconds. Yeah, that's but, yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's it. It's that whole looking at the way, looking at that problem. I think the number one or number one area that helps with resilient mindset is the relationships that you have with people. Yeah, right? and that's a big one, the isn't it? The connection. The connection, the emotion. Absolutely. You know, which is a great when I want to, you mentioned it and touched mm. on it before, which we'll come back to it mm. and expand on what you just said, that if you don't get your mindset right, mm. it affects you emotionally and then physically. So let's yes. unpack that. So you, if you don't have a good mindset, yep. the emotion behind it, what are the problems and the obstacles there that, you know, that people need to be aware of? Yeah, so are you talking about the physical symptoms yeah, that happen? Correct. From the, the emotions then breed into the, the physical symptoms. One of the great things about humans is that emotions are contagious. One of the worst things about humans is yeah. emotions are contagious. So if we're breeding negativity, we are attracting negativity and that negativity impacts us 
from a physical point of view. So we know research has shown that negative thinking impacts the nervous systems. We have certain nervous systems that are related to that anxiety and that fear. That creates a whole cascade of issues. We typically see heart problems. We typically see diabetes. A lot of the autoimmune system issues come through, which is so tragic because cafe owners, you work long hours, intense hours. You need to be in the right mind and body to be able to deal Mm. with that. Not only are you just the delivery, you're now dealing with government expectations onto you. You're dealing with employee expectations. There's been a shift in that market of what the quickness of having to deal with these issues. I mean, you saw it in COVID. I mean, all of a sudden, one day we're doing this, the next day we're doing that. So it is pretty important that you are aware of that mindset, how it impacts on your body and your ability to just do your work Mm. effectively. Yeah. And and something to bring awareness to, because a lot of people think, oh no, I'm mentally tough and I'm mentally strong. And and what's your message to those that would classify themselves mentally strong? That is one of the things that I specialize in the leadership space. And leaders will tell me, I'm not stressed. I said, but your body is, right? Your body is stressed. So regardless, your body can't fake it. (laughs) So it is advantageous to have a resilient mindset because it does create a cascade for your body, but also recognising you're putting yourself into situations that are stressful, your body will react to that. So being attuned to that. And that's why I know you're a big believer in it, meditation, calming, being present in the moment. These are known scientific approaches and techniques that help the body and the brain to centre yourself, to relax to respond to issues which are resilient mindsets. Yeah. And in the spirit of the whole podcast where we talk about being there and done that, yes. I've certainly been there, as you know. Yeah. I, I never used to meditate. I never used to take time out. I never used You're to use diffusers. But I'm a believer <laughs> because I went through that. I went yeah. through that. I'm mentally tough, mentally tough. Yet my body went into anxious mode. I'd get on yes. a plane, I'd slow down, and my body go, we're not slowing down, we're going. And, yeah. you know, the heartbeat's rising and the adrenaline kicks in. And, yeah. and at first you think you're having a heart attack and then you realise it's just a panic attack. Yeah. But you've got to deal with it. So again, I've been there and done that. And of course, you're one of the major keys to help me through that. But tell me, this Mm. is the common thing, right? And it's not just in the cafe industry, but we're talking, and this is directed at cafe owners, but lack of time. A lot of cafe owners are working 12 to 14 hour days. Mm -hmm. They're on their feet. Mm -hmm. Um, They have to work in their business because of the rising cost of expenses. Consumers don't want to pay more or they want more for less. It's coming at them left, right and Mm centre. Somebody that says, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. I know the importance of you've got to take that five minutes or that 10 minutes. Yes. Talk us through mm. that from a, an expert's point of view. Yep. You're building a template for somebody. What does that look like? First thing is to challenge your own mindset about playing the game of time because you're going to lose. Time is finite. It There's a beginning and there's an end and it will always be there. You don't have enough time. So don't play in that game. Don't play in the time game. Play in the game of productivity, play in the game of effectiveness, play in the game of being right here, right now. And what I'm seeing is where I see people losing out on time is that they're trying to put so much in that and they're thinking that they're multitasking. But in effect, they've lost focus. They're doing less in that time. They're not able to close out. So I see a lot of people that have, you know, on your computer screen, you've got a number of tabs open. I see people with a lot of tabs open, nothing getting done, nothing getting Mm finalised. I've got too much. I've got too much. You are playing in the time game and it's not on a human side. They're going too wide and not deep enough. Absolutely. And that's something I learned, and again, through one of your techniques was 
don't go as wide but go deeper. So Single go narrow focus. and deep rather than wide and shallow. Yep. And one of the tips there that I share this with cafe owners now is because people's mindset was, well, I pay a fixed amount of lease and yes. there's 24 hours in a day and I'm going to maximise my lease and open as much as possible. Mm. However, a lot of the analysis we've done is that if you're opening eight hours a day but making money only for five hours, then you're burning cash for three hours. Absolutely. Close the three hours. Yep. You know, there's a lot of cafes now that only operate from six in the morning till 12 at lunchtime or from seven till two, um, and they've got more time for themselves. But I'm So they're on. not playing the time game. Correct. So that analysis where um, I remember talking to a restaurant owner, he started off his first restaurant, and he sat down at the, we wanted to, congratulate him. So we went to his new restaurant. We sat and dad had lunch. We had a really great time with, you know, my kids were there. He sat down at the end and we were talking and he said, look, I've done the analysis, just using your words, done the analysis and I've got to open 10 of these restaurants. Peter and I just sort of had one of those looks that perhaps only husband and wives can get, but no one else could. (laughs) We're like, wow, okay. And of course you you sort of look into yourself going, oh, geez, that's amazing. I wish I could do that. Mm. But in my head, a husband and I are talking, just thinking, how does that work? And we came to the conclusion, he's playing in the game of time. Yeah. You're going to lose. He did not succeed. Yeah. This guy, unfortunately, all good intentions, but he's doing an analysis. Yeah, too wide onto, and not deep enough. Yeah, just focus on the effectiveness and you can do a lot and build the foundation, build the foundation. That mm. works for the human spirit because If you've got too many tabs open, you've got splintered thinking, when you've got splintered thinking, it's fragmented, you are not going to make really good decisions. Research has shown clear, focused vision, really purposeful building blocks, get the foundation right. Human spirit lifts. You're like, yes, I've nailed that. Then you move to the next one, the next one, the next one. And that mentality, you're not playing in the game of time, are you? You're playing in the game of focus. You're playing in the game of opportunity and seeing things as they come. Yeah. This is definitely a time of less is more. Um, You know, the busier we get, the more that's thrown at us, the more we've got to take away, you know, cut out. We have to cut it out and we need to focus Mm. and raise a sharp focus, right? Uh, let's talk more about emotions mm-hmm. uh, because it's something that obviously we're all emotive. Yep. And one of my things, as you know, for 22 years in business, I keep talking about, and I'm not perfect at it by any means, is try and keep the emotions, the ego, out of your mindset. Yep. Talk me through that because you've dealt with a lot of amazing <laughs> leaders and a lot yeah. of um, could be amazing leaders yep. and yeah. you've dealt with a lot of emotions and egos. Uh, yeah. So for the cafe owner listening that, that yeah. says, you know, we serve the best coffee and we're the best restaurant and we've got the best, mm. you know, menu, why are we not busy? Mm-hmm. Talk us through emotions and ego. Yeah. One part of it is that let's put the good news about emotions. Emotions are fantastic because it creates an emotional engagement. And that's great for cafe owners to really connect with their customers and connect with their employees and emotionally connect. That means that where that comes from is that I trust you, you trust me. That's a fantastic space and that's what we want emotions yeah. to be utilised by where people feel like through conversation, you're not scary, I'm not fearful of you, I care for you, I want to support you. That's a great space. You know, I want that type of emotion. Where are you talking about ego? It's where the primitive part of the brain is overriding all our other aspects of the brain. Mm. Again, it's fear-based too. That part of emotion doesn't serve us well in the modern world. It served us well in the hunter and gatherer days when we saw lions and tigers and bears and we had to have that ego of like, I can kill this thing, I can turn this around. In the environment that we're living in, there's no lions and tigers and bears, Mm. but government is a lion, (laughs) regulations are bear. That's been Um, kind. Yeah, um, yeah, I am trying. (laughs) Um, And sometimes our staff, love them to bits, can be 
lions and tigers and bears. So what happens is our brain doesn't realise that this isn't really a lion or tiger or bear, but we will emotionally react as if we're about to either fight this thing or the classic thing, run away and go under the dunas. That's when emotion doesn't, is not working for us, it's working against Against us. us. And so we do need to know strategies of dialing down that emotional play. And that's what I think right at the beginning I said, wake up in the morning, think about your intention. And if that intention is coming from a good place, your emotional centre starts to be regulated. You start to calm down and actually see things for what it really is rather than have an emotional reaction to something. Yeah. yeah. One of my tips is five minutes meditation in the morning and five yeah. minutes meditation at night. In yep. the morning, it's that mental preparedness um, yeah. and you can YouTube, you know, Dr. Yes. Joe Dispenza's a great yeah, one. You've got car maps, you've got everything, but five minutes in the morning yep. and five minutes at night. In the morning, it's preparing for the day. At night, it's doing a close off yep. and I find I sleep a lot better and the rest of it. Now, emotions and egos, There was it was a loaded yes. question um, <laughs> for this reason. I've seen a lot of cafe and restaurant owners and one of the things I harp on about, and we talk about it in 17 mm. Rules of Game Changer Thinking mm. with Alan Bonsall, yeah. is the rule of outside in. Yeah. The cafe and restaurant owners that are building menus for mm. their own ego and their own mm. emotion, mm. right, versus building a menu on what the consumer wants to buy. Yeah. And for the listeners, this is what I mean. The number one selling item right now on the cafe's menu is something like a ham and cheese croissant. Yeah. Now, it's not sexy. It's not fun. You can spin it. You can turn mm-hmm. it. You can do whatever. It's a ham and cheese croissant. <laughs> but it is the number one selling item because yeah. it's seen as a meal. It's yep. under $10. Yeah. Um, it's yummy. You know, it's yummy. <laughs> Whereas the, the cafe owner that says, I'm not serving, you yeah. know, a ham or I'm not serving. And we had that situation with a client not long ago. Mm. I'm Jewish. We don't eat ham and I'm or pork, so I'm not putting that on my menu. But you're not building mm. a menu for you. You're building it yeah. for the customer. And that's really something I want to delve into the cafe mm. owners based on what Kelly has said mm. about your ego and your emotion. Yes. You know, how does it play into actual, into your cafe? It's things like that. Are you designing your menu from the outside in? Are you building your customer service from the outside in? Get rid of that ego and emotion. Get rid of the mindset of ego and emotion because it is then, as we talk about, mindset matters. Mm. So, Kelly, let's change speeds a bit. Yep. Staff shortages. Everyone's going through it, right? And what we've identified, we've done a whole body of work, not just the cafe industry, the whole industry, in any industry, and the whole world has gone through this, the staff shortages Mm. in particular in retention, which is something most people haven't focused on, and attraction. Everyone's been talking, how do I attract staff? How do I attract staff? Mm. And one of the things that I've been talking a lot about when I'm doing the speaking circuit Mm. or workshops is what's your strategy around retention? Mm. So I want to get a professional's point of view on that. Again, you've worked with many leaders, you're still doing great businesses Mm. like Audi and all Mm. the rest of it. Talk us through the mindset of staff Mm. and in particular, some tips from your perspective on retaining your staff and then attracting staff. Yeah. Retention is, and it always has been, a preferred method. You'd rather keep your existing rather than managing a situation where you have to constantly get new people in. The research shows that if you retain your people, you are likely to have a two to three times bottom line productivity retention there because if you are constantly burning and churning, it costs and I don't know the exact stats for cafe owners, but let's just look at broadly, it costs two to three times a person's salary Jeez. when you get rid of people all the time or people are going. So it's a big situation there. Mm. So we do know that retention is a preferred strategy. What the issue is, is people are aware of what's 
out there, so they will jump that situation. I call it a regrettable loss. We've got to try and manage those regrettable losses where it's an individual that actually is quite critical to the business. And if you talk about ego, we haven't been able to overcome some of the barriers in our own mind as to why we want to keep this person Mm -hmm. or not. You have to think this through that if that person leaves, it could cost you two to three times the cost of their salary because of all the hidden costs, training costs, recruitment costs, downtime costs, like it is. So you're better off keeping the individual if they're quite key to your business than losing them. Total different story about non-regrettable loss where they're just not performing, move them on. But those that are key, you need to really look at a strategy around that. But you got to remember, it's not about just throwing money at people. Correct. It's about the engagement of that person, about their lifestyle, their own career pathways and that conversations that you're having with that individual. So it's not just necessarily throwing money because we research does show if you throw money at people, only last two salary packets. Yeah, good point. So, something for the listeners to really hone in. Mm, it's not just about yeah. the dollars. Yeah. You know, it's lifestyle. I remember working with one of the restaurants here in Brisbane mm. and they used to open six days a week and five was lunch and dinner mm. and they used to have to run two lots of staff. Anyway, long story short, the strategy we worked together was to change it mm. and it was to open four days a week, yeah. lunch and dinner, yeah. and it meant that you had the same staff, the same shifts. They were happy to work yeah. a little bit longer because they had three days off in a row in hospitality, which is unheard of. Absolutely. And a simple strategy And there change. you go. It's an attraction strategy now. Correct. So by doing something as a retention You've now inadvertently yeah. created a traction strategy, which is, hang on, you're getting a name out there, you can get three days yeah, a week yeah, off. Like yeah. that's a great um, It is. Process. And something for owners to take, you know, like use that, the whole psychology that Kelly's mm. talking about and then put into practice. There's another group on the Gold Coast, and I don't mention brands for a reason, but mm. there's a group that's got five cafes and they open at six in the morning and they yeah. close at 12 yep. lunchtime. And they've got the same team at every location. Yes. They've got a small footprint, so rents are smaller. Yeah. They've only got two to three staff. Yeah. Um, they incentivize the staff when mm. they give them a percentage of the coffee sales over a certain yes. number of cups. Yeah. And you start to see that they've got go. a great Good strategy. Formula. Great formula, right? Their mindset is in the right place. Bringing yeah. it back to the owner of the cafe has got to be in the mindset, yeah. the mindset to share um, yes. and have people. And this is my bottom line mm. to it and, mm. and my point is, I've always said you want people good enough to own their own business, but you've got to give them a reason not to. And unfortunately, a lot of the mindset of cafe owners and restaurant owners is I'm not giving away anything. They're competitive. Correct. They're very competitive, very ego and emotion. So, you know, that's what we really wanted to unpack there because Mm. everyone's gone through staff shortages. Yep. And what are we doing to retain the good people that we've got? Mm -hmm. Um, And if you've got bad people, move them quickly, right? That story has not changed, that one. (laughs) Fantastic. So let's talk about innovation, right? Yep. I hate the word innovation, innovation, innovation. Innovation Mm. has to occur for a purpose. Yeah. So innovation has to be linked to a purpose. You innovate because there's a problem that you need to solve or there's Mm. something you need to do better. Yeah. So let's talk about how can cafe owners adapt that into the mindset to constantly say, I need to innovate. Evolution is probably a better word um, than innovate. How can cafe owners evolve their Mm -hmm. strategies especially when consumer mindset is changing. Absolutely. Because I want to start tapping into the consumer mindset yeah. a bit. So how can yeah. cafe owners be on that front foot yep. because the consumer's mindset is changing? Yeah. For me, I agree. So innovation is one of those words that gets touted about and it's kind of like conjuring up bean bags and wearing black turtleneck <laughs> shirts and jeans and sneakers kind of Googleizing or to glamorise innovation. What we're talking about here is how do I stay relevant? That's the, that's the thing that we're looking at. 
So having that in your mindset, actually asking that question, how am I going to stay relevant? How is it that my customers are going to be constantly coming to my cafe? That questioning creates that learning mindset, that open mindset, because to stay relevant, you can't only think about yourself. You've actually got to open your eyes and see the world around you. So classic thing is asking questions. Yeah. Um, my late, asking your consumer the question, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what my late father used to do really well. And so we had ice cream shops, we'd have hotels, and I used to watch Dad. And I kind of used to get embarrassed when you're like 14 years old because he would always ask questions. Yeah. And I go, Dad, shut up. But he would constantly be asking questions of the customer in a very engaging way. Yeah. It wasn't like a police, you know, spotlight yeah. kind of situation, but he'd always ask. How'd you find that? What could we do? He would constantly yeah, be asking so and he would be tweaking along and it was about staying relevant. He's building a consumer-led organisation. Yeah, and it yeah. was staying relevant all the time. Yeah. So that's what I want you to think about as cafe owners. Don't think about the innovation because you, sometimes you get lost in maybe looking at new products that seem really cool because yeah, there's great balls. salespeople that come in. I know we see it at the shop. Come in, we can do, 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 do anything. Oh, that'll solve my problem. That is a thing. Yeah. It is not the actual person that you're trying to attract. So have a think about staying relevant in your mindset and yeah. that will create a cascade of ideas, I hope. Yeah, no, well said. It is about constant evolution. And again, to get in that right mindset of mm. I need to evolve my business. Yeah. How do I know when to evolve? What should I evolve? You said it very simply. Ask the customer. Absolutely. You know, ask your customer. How much conversation are we having? I'm sick of seeing, you know, you walk into a coffee shop and the barista's head's down behind the machine. They're not engaging with people. My son made a great example the other day when we went to McDonald's. Mm. And he said, we touched three different people, served us, the person over the, the radio, the person for the money, person gave you the bag, and not one of them said, please or thank you. That's you know, crazy, and, and that's McDonald's losing their emotional engagement, uh, which means it's a scary world because they were a great trainer of obviously staff. People really underestimate that emotional engagement mm -hmm. and they really underestimate to be in the mindset of service. Uh -huh. So let's touch yeah. on that. The mindset of service, right? Yeah. As I said, the customer is expecting more for less. Mm -hmm. I don't believe the customer wants free. The mm -hmm. customer knows that things cost money. The customer's mm -hmm. happy to pay more. Mm -hmm. They know that everything's gone up, mm -hmm. um, but they do want value. Yes. So let's talk about the mindset of the customer, yep. which will hopefully help our cafe and restaurant yeah. listeners. Yeah. What are some tips, tricks? What are some small things, especially that you've got a hospitality background yeah, from your yeah. parents and obviously yep. in your husband's business yep. that you, you obviously work yes. in as well? What are some strategies, mindset strategies that people can use to make sure that yeah. they are delving into the mindset of the consumer? You know what the good news is? Cafe owners are also customers. Yes. <laughs> so you think about your suppliers. Yeah. What do you like about them? You think about the restaurants that you go to or the dealerships for your cars that you go, your mechanics. I don't know anything. You know what you want. Correct. So what's great about, you know, that question about staying relevant, ask your customer, then you have to say to yourself, do I want that customer? Yes, <laughs> right? very true. Is that customer something that I, it's easy to have an interaction with? Because you want more of those and less of the ones that you're unable to service because that's what we've got to be speaking out too. It's yeah. actually okay to have an understanding of where your customer base yeah. is and expanding that. You're adding value to that group. And then when you add value to that group, it starts to expand. So to me, going back into that mindset, take your hat off as a cafe owner, put your hat on as a customer yeah, and ask point. your questions about what is it that you're looking for because it's not that far removed. I think sometimes people get a bit lost with it. Oh, what does the customer want? It's like this mystic. Guess what? You're a customer Yeah, too. well said. Well you said. Know? And that's true. It's, it's yeah. a great way to look at it. Take the owner's hat off mm -hmm. and put yourself in the customer. Can we share... 
we're great uh, family friends mm. and we'll go to a places, could be movies, even yeah. what you just said to about your son. How many times have you gone into a place and you've thought of it like a customer, not as a business owner? Yeah. You've thought of it as a customer, that's not right, that's not Correct. all. Da, da, da. Cafe owners have this skill set. You know how to run a business. Yeah, yeah. So apply it in other situations and then put it back onto you and go, if I were to analyse my business, if I were to walk in, as a customer. Yeah. Don't you love that, those shows, The Undercover Boss? Yes, love it. That, just do that. <laughs> Back in Debella days, they wanted me, they approached me to be on Undercover Boss and I said, won't work because <laughs> all my 140 staff across Australia know me, otherwise there's a big problem. So there's no undercover here. But um, it's so true. Look, that's why I train my staff. As I say to them, are you think like a customer, what's the problem yes. here? Yeah. What are you seeing right now? The chair's not around the table, the tables yeah. aren't clean, um, yeah. you know, you're not smiling, all this yeah. sort of stuff. It's a really simple ideology, but it's yeah. a powerful ideology. Absolutely. Think like a customer and get your team to think mm. like a customer because yeah. not only as, as cafe owners but we can train our teams to do yeah. the same thing. And that's yeah. one of the things that you hone in on mm. is you're training a lot leaders but you're also working with their teams Absolutely. on how they can deliver service excellence. Last question, Kelly. Tell us, mindset exercises, practices. You know, I mm -hmm. talked about the five-minute mm -hmm. meditation in the morning, the five-minute meditation at night. What are some other practices, yep. even exercises like yep. You've done my emotional intelligence testing. Yes, to yes. me, that's important to know yeah. where I sit, yep. knowing that emotional intelligence changes. Yes. Um, so we've recently, yeah, you've just recently done my next one and my empathy evolved and I'm happy yes. for you to talk through it. You know, yeah. what are some of the, the exercises and, mm -hmm. and tools out there for cafe owners yeah. that are, they don't take a whole heap of time, but yep. they're very powerful in you getting to know yourself better? Absolutely. So the first one that you've mentioned is that self-assessment. So it'd be great for people to get to know themselves. What are their strengths? What are their development areas? There's big tools that you can use, but there's ones that you can find online that are relatively cheap where you're looking at some personality tooling. So yeah. something to understand, what's my thinking style? What's my influencing and engaging style? How do I like to deliver work? And what's my stress like, like my resiliency? Yeah. Coupled with that, you can do your doctor's appointments and figure out where you're yeah. going with your body. Yes, you correct. Know, sharper mind. Blood tests, all that sort of all stuff. All yeah. of that stuff. So there's that piece. So that's that, I guess it's a diagnostic, see yeah. where you're at and where you want to go. We talked a little bit before about some of the, the mindset strategies around meditation, gratitude, and I call it labelling emotions. So what research has found is if you label your emotion, you're able to calm that down. I'm feeling frustrated, upset, tired. That actual thinking calms down the body, actually. You're yeah. acknowledging it. So there's those mental mindset strategies. The other part is the relationship. I touched on it earlier, but I want to explore it a little yeah. bit more. What we have found is people that connect more with others that are in similar industries or have conversations and talk to people, not in a whinge fest, in yeah. a just sharing and exploring, they have found those individuals don't feel like the weight of the world is onto them. They're sharing yeah. that load and they're not retreating into themselves because what can happen is if you've got the mindset of a negative mindset and then you're retreating, you're only trying to solve it in your own head, you're in a very dangerous place, yeah. right? Yeah. You're, you're really thinking it's the world against it's you. It's very lonely. Very lonely. We need people to reach out to communicate, whether it be friends and family or, I mean, you've set up a great system here, obviously, yeah, at the, the Coffee, Coffee Commune, commune yeah. where you're connecting and learning and growing and developing. So you have to get out of the cafe yeah. <laughs> every once in a while. And we tell people that. Because you get stuck. Yeah. I, You know, it's not a great thinking, but it's something that can be considered in, in cafe owners or whatever hospitality industry you're in. You can have this mentality of it being an open door prison 
right? Mm. So even though the door's open, I can walk out any time, you stay stuck yeah. in your cafe, in your restaurant, in whatever business is you're, you're in. And that mentality is not helpful. Humans need to be connecting with other humans. You got to get out, yeah. have a chat, talk things through, realize, oh, it's not that bad. Or you get struck by a great idea, go, I can implement that. Yeah, for sure. So very important. So I think that relationship based is Yeah, important. and that's exactly what the coffee commune's about, right? Yeah. And, and as you know firsthand, it's it's about building that community mm. to share your problems and together we yep. learn more, we mm. do more, we yep. talk more, we help you with buying power. Yes. Um, it's all of that for that reason. In, you know, what's that saying? They say a problem shared is a problem halved. And, that's it. You know, and nobody's immune to it and that's what we try and do. But get involved, whether it's a coffee commune or whether it's mm. a, you create your own round table, get yes. amongst communities talk about things because, again, we come back to the beginning where we said you either stand still and do nothing, fixed mindset. Or you say, hey, get on my bike and pedal and I'm going to- pedal in the right direction. Right in the right direction. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry, we've all gone in the wrong direction sometimes. That's okay. Um, <laughs> and we fall off our bikes too, but yeah, you just get back on and keep right. going, right? It. So it's growth mindset that we're after. So Kelly, tell mm. us a little bit more about anyone wants to do. Of course, we've used you yeah. a lot of times. You've just yes. been doing our emotional capital reports for yes. the leadership team and, yes. and the rest of it. If people want to engage more with what you're about or engage you for their services yeah. and all that stuff, how do they get a hold and know more about Kelly Maniatis? Yeah, so easiest way is my website leftfieldco.com.au. On there is all the list of services that I provide because it's a number of things that I can help businesses with. And also you can look me up on LinkedIn. I have found that a lot of people reach me out that way and I'm very responsive that way. So Kelly Many Artists on LinkedIn. You can just follow me there and then engage with me that way. And of course, we have Kelly regularly at um, the Coffee yes. Commune presenting, whether it's a breakfast or a lunch or a, or a workshop. So you can and have a look at our website. hopefully soon we'll be launching my book yes. <laughs> um, around the leadership yeah. difference. Well, so. I'm looking forward to the book. It's a, yeah, Kelly's in the middle of finishing a book called The Leadership Difference and, yeah. and I've been able to have a look at it and it, it looks fantastic. And again, it's functional, it's it's easy to understand and it's helpful. You know, one of the things about books is I don't like talk fests and blah, blahs, just like in meetings, as you know. <laughs> Everything's got to have a purpose and everything's got to have an outcome. Kelly, you've been amazing. You've been there and done that. That's why we chose you to be on the show and talk about Mindset Matters, how to become mentally stronger. I thank you for your time. Thank you. And I hope you got some great nuggets out of that. You can see what we're all about at the Coffee Commune. It's all about accelerating your potential, being better tomorrow than you are today. And today we've been talking about Mindset Matters. So get those key takeaways, do the work, get on your bike, pedal hard, and you will accelerate your potential. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella. And I'm the founder and managing director of The Coffee Commune. That's a wrap for today. Keep listening for more episodes of Been There and Done That. The Coffee Commune is here to help accelerate your potential. We want you to be better tomorrow than today. Until next time, you've been listening to Phil DeBella. I'm the founder and managing director of The Coffee Commune, a place where the coffee community comes to collaborate. <laughs>